Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I've mentioned a couple times that I worked in radio for a little while. I think I may have mentioned that. That's why I've got all the microphones behind me. And uh, pretty much everybody on the planet sent me this story. And uh, this one, of course, does tug at my heartstrings. Alabama Station, that's a radio station, in disbelief after someone stole their 200-foot radio tower <laughs> from NBCNews.com. Um, and Catherine Ito wrote this. Radio station WJLX can no longer broadcast its AM programming since the incident. A radio station was forced to go silent after thieves stole their 200-foot radio tower and other equipment from a building. The station's WJLX sent a landscaping crew to the site Friday morning for spring cleaning, only to find the 200-foot radio tower was gone. When a crew member called the station's general manager to break the news, he was in disbelief. Now, it does make you wonder why nobody noticed that they were off the air. But, again, not all the details are in the story. What do you mean the tower is gone? Are you sure you're in the right place? I actually use more colorful words than that, says the um, manager of the station. He said there's wires all over the ground and the tower is gone. Not only was the radio tower stolen, but nearby building was also vandalized. Uh, when the manager heard the door was left ajar, that's when reality was turned to set in that something bad had happened. The thieves stole every piece of equipment from the building, including the transmitter. So he's filed a police report, the manager has, and this is one of those things that really makes you wonder because the first thought I had was somebody's going to take that out and try to scrap it. A 200-foot-tall radio tower. A lot of metal in that. And then, of course, if you dismantled it, you know, you could take it to a scrapyard and hope they didn't spot what it was. Uh, but the transmitter and so on, um, I'm not sure what you would do with those things. I'm not sure they'd be worth hauling around because, you know, uh, who's in the market for that unless you're planning on scrapping that also. Now, I'll admit it's been a while since I actually looked at an AM transmitter up close, but I worked at one, two, three, four, five. Five different, six, sorry, six, six different AM stations or stations that had an AM that ran the programming parallel to the FM. So I've seen AM transmitters up close, but I've also seen the towers and, you know, hauling off the transmitter. Now, it makes me wonder if somebody was simply trying to shut this station down for some reason, like a grudge or something. But on the other hand, some people will steal stuff assuming it has value. And they'll discover that when you go to sell something as scrap, it's worth just such a small fraction of its replacement cost that it's extremely wasteful to actually steal it. Now, how much that tower is worth, if you take that to someplace and have it, you know, purchased for the scrap value, I don't know. There was a meeting yesterday between the owner and our investigators concerning the matter, says the uh, mayor. At this point, we're still lacking information that we have to conduct a full-fledged investigation. WJLX notified the Federal Communications Commission that its AM station was silent. The station was hoping to continue broadcasting its program through FM radio in the meantime. Until we got the AM back on the air. But unfortunately this morning, as notified, the FCC denied our request to stay on the air with the FM side. So actually, we're about to go power down the transmitter. Despite the setbacks, he said he has faith that WJLX will bounce back. Yeah, they got to raise the money to buy another tower buy another transmitter and all the other equipment, and install it. Unfortunately, the site was not insured. We're a small market station 
But we're going to get back, and we're going to be back in the air as soon as we possibly can. And there's guys in my audience who are ham radio operators and gals, and they also relate to all the microphones I've got back behind me. And so, of course, they know a lot about the mechanics of radio stations, but a lot of other people in my audience might not know this. And so radio stations need to have antennas someplace. And generally speaking, antennas have got to be up in the air off the ground. It varies from AM to FM because FM signals travel differently than AM signals. However, the transmitter towers can often be almost any place for AM. For FM, you need altitude. You'd like to have altitude. So a lot of times, if you're driving, for instance, in California, and you're in a valley, look up at the top of the mountains, and you'll see antennas up there. Quite often, those are FM radio station antennas on the highest point around. And that way, of course, it can broadcast to both sides of that mountain line, right? But an AM station can often have their antennas just scattered about, but they're often put places where they're away from things. And so when I worked at a radio station uh, in Bad Axe, they had the tower right behind the building. It's still there, by the way. The, the radio station is in a building right by the road. It's a parking lot next to it that wraps around it, and behind the parking lot is a couple towers, 1 a.m., 1 FM. And I can think of other radio stations that had the towers on the premises, the old CK-105. Uh, they've moved since then, but their tower used to be right next to the building on Lapeer Road in Flint, and um, the, the, they still use that tower, but now they're using a facility someplace miles away. And so I've worked at stations where I can think of one station I worked at. I never saw the tower. I never saw the tower because the tower was 10 or 20 miles away from the radio station. And I didn't drive out there to look at the tower. <laughs> hey, there's my tower. Once in a while, I broadcast through that thing. And so I've heard of these towers being in places that are out in the middle of nowhere. And I got friends who work at a radio station up in the Houghton-Hancock area in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan's Keweenaw Peninsula. And their tower is out in the middle of nowhere, down a two-track that is gated. And the problem, of course, is that if somebody were to come by there with bolt cutters, they could chop that bolt, drive back, to do whatever they wanted to do, and drive out. And probably nobody would ever see them because it's so remote. It's so remote. So that appears to be the problem here, that this was so remote. Um, my advice to people like this in the future is if you can't afford insurance, you can probably afford security cameras. And so it wouldn't be that difficult to slap a couple security cameras out, out there and um, keep an eye on the place, figuratively speaking. Um, so I, I realize that that's now you know, telling you to close the barn door because that ship has already sailed. But, but in the future a couple security cameras, and you just watch them and, and go from there. So this is a crazy story. I, I feel really bad for the radio station because, and this is one of the things I, I mentioned the word wasteful earlier, is that a lot of times people will steal something and then go and sell it. But because it's stolen, they want to get rid of it quickly. They don't care how much money they get for it as long as they get something. And they'll often sell it for a penny in the dollar or a nickel on the dollar. And so they wind up taking something that worked and chopping it up and selling it for scrap. So the thief makes a couple hundred bucks, but the people who lost their equipment and their tower have now got to spend tens of thousands of dollars to put this back together again. 
And so if I was a judge, I would take that into account in sentencing. I would actually ask the thief who pled guilty or who'd been found guilty or their attorney, how much money did you make doing that? And then I'd look at the victim and go, how much did it cost you what they did? And when they say, oh, $100, $10,000. You look at that and then you explain to the court and the defendant and his attorney, here's one of the reasons I'm going to sentence you harshly is because what you did was wasteful. It was wasteful. It's, it's like you went out and vandalized something for no reason. You got so little money for it compared to what it cost somebody else. It was just a horrible, horrible waste of resources for our society. Therefore, I will throw the book at you. Counselor, stand to the side, and I'll pick up a big, heavy book. <laughs> I don't want to be a judge. So that's the story, and I feel really bad here. I hope we find out when they get back on the air with an AM tower transmitter and all that. Alabama station in disbelief after 200-foot radio tower stolen. Catherine Ito wrote that for NBCnews.com, and everybody sent it to me. Thanks a lot. I do love me my radio stories. <laughs> Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Admiration is possible without envy.